Things are just ablaze with Holy Spirit power on the Article 7 podcast. Well, in case we haven't really met before, I'm Andy Jago, pastor of Bethany Lutheran Church, located at 2501 Beacon Hill Road in Alexandria, Virginia. Or you can find us on the web at www.bethany, that is B-E-T-H-A-N-Y dash L-C-M-S dot O-R-G. You found the Article 7 podcast and you found episode number six of Holy Spirit Power, the last installment of this series of sermons. Uh, Other sounds of the ministry, I said earlier, and some of those other sounds in this podcast are going to come from our preschool, in particular, the the end-of-the-year preschool picnic that we had. I'm going to share some information about our preschool and some of the things that we've done this past year, and then uh, you'll hear a little bit from the kids at that picnic. Uh, that's a feature for today. And then in our uh, music section, a little bit from the Hosanna Choir, the anthem given on uh, Pentecost Sunday. Uh, Now, let me just give you a little FYI before we launch into episode six of Holy Spirit Power. What is coming up? Now, I might be taking a little bit of a break here for the Article 7 podcast. We just did a marathon of uh, several uh, podcast right in a row uh, to get done uh, before uh, pastor goes on vacation here uh, and uh, starts uh, doing some wonderful summer things that we like to do uh, in the month of July especially I like to take time to plan out the next program year and that takes some time to do that and to meet with people to do that uh, so now what's coming up though in July we I am planning on doing two podcasts one is a children's special that I hope to do hopefully the week that we do vacation Bible school so you can get some sounds from there uh, you'll get some sounds from our Alleluia singers musical and uh, also a little information about our preschool and Sunday school programs as well all about children Uh, for one of our podcast episodes in July. The other one I hope to do is for our African Immigrant Ministry, AIM for short, uh, to get uh, some feature there with their choir so you can hear that um, and uh, look forward to uh, doing uh, celebrating Liberian Independence Day toward the end of July. Uh, so little, you'll get some information about that in our African Immigrant Ministry or AIM special. Uh, we'll do that as a special podcast in July, too. So two specials in July. In August, there's going to be a six-part series that goes uh, through August up to Labor Day, all about the book of Ephesians, reading through uh, each chapter of Ephesians in six weeks, six chapters, six weeks, uh, called Under Construction, How to Build a Church. Um St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians will then get us into the story, which we are going to be doing in the fall. I've talked about that in some previous podcasts, and you're going to definitely get that uh, in our feature all through our August podcast. So just a few things to look forward to. And just so you know, hey, there is a plan. (laughs) We'll see if we can execute the plan, but there is a plan. Uh, So all that is coming up through the summer 
for the Article 7 podcast. Uh, but right now we're going to get into Episode 6 and the final episode of Holy Spirit Power and Pentecost Sunday. That's coming up. Welcome back. This is our feature section for Holy Spirit Power number six. And what we are going to be doing in this feature is looking, uh, taking a, sh- a quick snapshot at what's going on in our preschool. Uh, first, uh, the end of the year picnic was had, uh, and uh, that's where our music at the end of this feature is going to come from. Uh, so the children are at Fort Hunt Park with their parents, and then uh, after a little play outside, their uh, the lunch bell is rung, and all the children come inside. They have to sing for their lunch um, and put on a, a wonderful program for the parents. Uh, songs mostly focused on parent to parenting, um, but also we had the one of my favorites, the Butterfly Song. Uh, I got a good video recording of that, and maybe we'll put that up on my blog at some point. Uh, blog, by the way, www.revjago, R-E-V-J-A-G-O-W dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-B-O-T dot com, just in case you want to check that out. I put up uh, sermon notes usually before the sermon every week, uh, at least when I'm preaching. And um, uh, afterward, uh, there's there's also little features that uh, of things that uh, go on around the parish. And you can also find this podcast there as well. Uh, so the other thing that's going on in the education wing, where we normally have preschool, well, they, they just finished a wonderful week of camp that they do after the school year, and this year was focused on art and artists and a lot of fun uh, when children and art come together. They, each child had their own little canvas that they were working on. It was just a, a wonderful week. And then uh, after that, though, we got ready to transform the whole education wing. Uh, so we were doing work right now uh, to replace all the flooring, uh, the carpeting that is currently in a lot of the classrooms with tile. Uh, so we're doing that in adult education one, two, and three, and also in all of our classrooms. So that's going to be interesting. I, I think it will uh, really in, uh, um, make the maintenance a lot easier. <laughs> so I make it make it seem a lot cleaner. Uh, you know, the, when you uh, spill something, it'll be a little more obvious. <laughs> you know? So when you have as many children and families and active things going on at our, uh, like, uh, like we do, then, you know, that's a, that's a real plus, especially for those that clean up afterwards. Now, looking ahead to next year, our preschool is still, uh, has not full. You know, we definitely can take on more students. One of the things you may want to consider in our program, it is a half-day program, but there's a lot of enhancements uh, that you can sign up for enrichment activities. Last year, we had martial arts, uh, art, uh, Spanish, and a Mommy's Day Out program that we did as well. Um, so that may be, th- those are all the things that uh, help to enhance the program. So check us out. Uh, our Bethany Preschool, uh, our director, Tonya Fazek, uh, will be happy to take your phone calls and, uh, and, and appointments and uh, that sort of thing uh, throughout the summertime. Check out uh, some of the information that is on our website, www.bethany-lcms.org. The um, 
Vacation Bible School is going to be coming up very shortly. Um, so once our floor is renovated, that, that completion time will probably be around June 26, you know, with some things that still need to happen the week after. And then the week after that is VBS. So that'll be July 6, and we're going to be transforming our church uh, to Camp Discovery. Uh, so we're going to camp uh, this week uh, for that week of Vacation Bible School. If you're interested, uh, we always need help decorating and uh, putting up some decorations. So if you want to come join us July 5th after church services, um, then you're welcome to, to come down for that. Just inquire uh, when you come to church, and uh, we'll put you to work at some point in that afternoon. Uh, in our next podcast that we're going to do sometime in July, not making any promises when, uh, probably that week of Vacation Bible School, uh, please, Lord, um, we are going to be doing some sounds from Vacation Bible School, also the Alleluia Singers musical that they did uh, to close out their season, and maybe for some handbells, children's handbells, to close out their season as well, which was a little uh, Mary Poppins, we'll say. Uh, so uh, that whole podcast is going to be dedicated to children and children's ministries. So uh, look forward to that sometime in July. All right, well, next up, uh, you'll hear the children, and uh, after the children, the last sermon in the series, Holy Spirit Power, delivered on Pentecost Sunday, talking all about the Holy Spirit and the Spirit's role in our faith and our life, uh, in our life here and in the life going on into the next world as well. Um, And uh, after that, maybe a little music from our Hosanna Choir that was recorded on that day. So won't you join us? Christ is risen. He's risen. Hallelujah. As you are standing, a quick blessing, O Holy Spirit, come and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. You may be seated. As I mentioned, well, you may have been surprised by the response, but Pentecost, the festival of Pentecost is what ends the Easter season. So we are bookended between the celebration of the resurrection on Easter Sunday and then Holy Spirit coming on Pentecost Day, seven days after Jesus ascended to heaven. He said, stay in Jerusalem, for power will clothe you on high. Fifty days of Easter, and today is day 50. The text for the sermon today 
is two parts of our second lesson from Acts 2. There's a lot of two right there. Um, But the first part I want to read from the beginning of that text from Acts 2, the sending of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as of fire, appeared to them, and rested on each one of them. From that tongues of fire go to Peter's sermon on the streets of Jerusalem, and he says, this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, Even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Thus far the text. In the name of Jesus, dear Christian friends, from the fire and the tongues of fire that come down in the first part of that lesson to the spirit being poured out. And in my mind, there's an image of water that is there as the spirit is poured out. On people. Fire and water are two images that we are given today as we consider the work of the Holy Spirit and the coming of the Holy Spirit. I mean, first, fire. Fire, and both things, fire and water, in nature. We can see examples of destruction, we can see examples of life, and we see that in the Bible as well. Fire is destruction. My father was a volunteer fireman, still is technically. He's on the books as a chaplain in the uh, Wright's Corners Fire Hall near where where my parents' house is. And he had this big display board where on the, and he came to my elementary school where I was on fire safety day. And on the big display board, he had all kinds of things that had been destroyed, household things that were destroyed in a fire. So, of course, you know, paper and, and wood and everything are just turned into charcoal. But he also had like half of a, a big desk clock, half of which was melted. Little thing left of a tin can. You know, different things like that that were mounted on the, on the display board to impress upon us children, no, you should never play with fire. Never touch that, you know, outside of there being parents around to to supervise. Never play with fire because this is what will happen to your home and what could happen to you too if you play with fire. Fire could be massively destructive, just leveling our homes, leveling forests, but also purifying as well. You stick a a piece of uh, rock that may have or you have a bunch of metals that may have different impurities, but you want just the silver, you want just the gold. And you stick it in fire to melt it and to refine it so it's just in its purified form. The Bible latches onto that image too. And the prophet Malachi, our God, is like a refiner's fire. Something that will purify us. Boil out all the sin, if you will, so that nothing but God's righteousness, His goodness, remains inside of us, such as the work of his law. 
Fire is also an image of judgment as well. We think of hell as this fiery furnace. And it's probably what John the Baptist envisioned when he says about the Messiah, the coming one, the winnowing fork is in his hand. He's ready to pitch you like the chaff into the burning fire. The fire of judgment, the fire of condemnation, of sin, destructive, consuming. But there's also in nature the goodness of fire. I mean, something for those of us in the summertime, and I want to give a, a shout out. We have a, an unofficial group of Bethany campers who are out at the beach right now, probably, maybe listening to our service, who knows. But uh, they, they gathered perhaps the night before around a campfire that gives life, that gives warmth, helps us cook our food and our s'mores. <laughs> it's important, right? You know, and, uh, and, and of course, you know, the, the, the great, what is the sun that we see up in the sky but a great ball of fire that gives life, that gives warmth to us here on this earth. On the mountain of Sinai, God's presence among his people in the form of fire. In fact, when he was leading them through the desert, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. It was the light. It was guiding them. It was the assurance of God's presence among his people. That awesome and terrible fire. And on this day, Pentecost Day, tongues of fire. And that's the way, so the way that most artists portray the scene in that upper room in Jerusalem among the apostles and Mary and others who were there. It's like a little, little flame, like, a, like someone lit a lighter above the heads of the apostles. You can't see the lighter. You just see the flame that's, that's there. Perhaps just a little pilot light, a, 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 a spark. It only takes a spark. <laughs> Good camp's on there. They pass it on. You get the spark of fire, and then what spreads? What is the fire? Not a destructive fire that spreads, but from the streets of Jerusalem, St. Peter is out there saying, you killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. He's preaching repentance, that all of our sins were taken to the cross. He's preaching resurrection and the vindication of us sinners through Jesus Christ, that we will have a home with him forever because Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. That is the fire that spreads. That message goes out to the streets and it goes from Jerusalem to Judea, Samaria, to all the ends of the earth. And it still is spreading today. So we have the image of fire and water. There's water which is destruction and also water which is Life, images of nature, images in the Bible. Images of destruction. Of, a number of years ago, there was a, a huge tsunami which hit the, the coast of Sri Lanka and the, the southern coast of the Asian continent. It just came up like this. There was, there was, the thing that it, what impressed my mind is seeing the before and after satellite images. Before image of, the, of this little fishing village that was there along the coast, you see boats all different kinds of houses and everything. The after images was as if it was just a playmat 
and some child taking their arm and just going just all the way across. It was completely, it was just a brown smear. Everything, everything just completely wiped out. A cleansing of the land with the water. And, and so I saw that, and to me that's the image now I have of the great flood in Noah's day where God cleansed the earth of all the sin and bloodshed and all the wickedness that was there, just to having that, that cleansing of the earth being cleansed, but the, the, his creation being saved in the ark and Noah and his family being saved through that destruction. The Red Sea and, uh, and the children of Israel crossing that and then their enemies being swallowed up and destroyed by those waters. The flood, the Red Sea, those are two images that come up in this prayer that we do in the rite of baptism. And we say how our own sin is drowned. Everything that, that, is, that is there that is against God in us, our original sin, it's drowned, it dies, our old self is left behind. Our new self rises out of those waters. Just as Noah was saved, just as the children of Israel walked on dry ground, we as God's people are saved through the destruction of water. Our old cells go in our destroyed, our new selves emerge. Water is an image of life. Most of our earth, most of our bodies are made of this life-giving substance. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit is poured out. I can't help but, but see an image of water in a container being poured out among the people, being poured out upon the apostles, being poured and then and then it, there's so many parts of Paul's writing and other places in the Bible where it says, be filled, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Dear Christian friends, we need to pray that prayer for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If there are ever times where you, are, you just are spiritually dry, that is, you don't, you're not sure of, of your connection to God and His presence, he feels very distant from you. If there are times where we feel lost, directionless, listless, the joy and the excitement of being in this faith just isn't there. I mean, that's, part of that is normal, but also, you know where that comes from? If you're not in God's Word every day, opening your Bible every day, if you're not connected in prayer, if you neglect the worship in God's house to receive the body and blood. I mean, those are places where God has promised to be. That's places where he promises that his Holy Spirit will fill us. When we read the word, we are filled up. When we pray, we are filled up. When we are, are, are here and God is inhabiting the praises of his people, we are being filled up with God's Holy Spirit. That's where he promises to be. So if we exhibit signs of direction, being directionless, of being uh, God feels distant from us, those are signs of spiritual dehydration. And we need to come back to the source. We need to be filled with God's Holy Spirit. We need the life-giving, living water that is the Spirit. Now, some people might think that, you know, these, these two images, these are, the Bible is wonderful. The Bible speaks to us in pictures, a lot of times. And we have two pictures to latch on to today. 
Thank you, Acolytes, for you know, letting me borrow this. This is the fire image and the water image. And, you know, I mentioned my dad being a, a fireman at the, the beginning where, you know, his job was to take the water <laughs> and extinguish the fire when that threatened other people's homes and lives and so forth. You would think that these are two things that couldn't mix, that couldn't go together. Well, the way that God created this world and the way that we explore it through science has given me something today to, to use as an illustration of how those two images work together here among God's people. Forgive me for a minute. I've got to put on my safety first. And children, remember what I said at the beginning of the sermon. Pastor gets to play with a little fire today, but that's not for you. Don't do this ever without your, your parents and without there being proper supervision. Now, what I have down here, I should have used the color red, but I had to, Tonya Fazek, you know, it's great having a preschool here because there's all kinds of things that you can, you can use and play with. So this is, this first balloon here was used, just filled with good old Pastor Jago hot air. <laughs> Plenty of it to go around. Let me um, step back, and of course, you know what's going to happen when the destructive power... <laughs> <laughs> gets close to that. It doesn't, it takes not even a second for that to blow up. So this one, I filled a little bit earlier with some good old H2O with some water, and that's shaking here in the bottom of this, of this balloon. So we just take the flame here, and you would think that in just a few seconds' time, but it doesn't. Okay. Uh, It it stayed intact. Why did it do that? And this is the illustration of how we can be like this as well. The water, turns out, the water inside the balloon is a great conductor of heat. The heat goes into the water. It kind of gets conducted through it so that it survives. It thrives even as 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 the water is absorbing that heat, conducting it all the way through. So I think of these balloons like I I do of the baptized people of God. You and I who are baptized, and that's that baptismal water the Holy Spirit uses to conduct the heat, the life-giving power, the tongues of fire that were sitting there upon the apostles' head. We, the baptized people of God, spread God's power throughout this world. When we, are, when we are conducting the heat, the power of his Holy Spirit. So just like the, the baptism, we are baptized and gone. Uh, if you come up, ooh, look at that. If you come up here after the service, you can see that scorch mark right there. It doesn't consume it, but it's still destructive. It's still powerful. And yet, take those off. And yet, we're not consumed or destroyed. We are meant to conduct that power out to the world. So that when we are hydrated by the Holy Spirit, when we are filled with that Holy Spirit power, when it's ignited as a fire within us, we don't lose that fire, but we let it spread throughout the world so that it knows, so that this world knows that Christ has died. Christ has risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. And Christ will come again to gather us home by the power of his Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds forever on Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. We rise for prayer. And I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. 
and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. 